Hello and welcome to Let's Run Facebook Ads, the Extra Cast. On these Extra Cast episodes of the podcast, we invite clients, business people, entrepreneurs, and marketers onto the show to share their stories of business and marketing. We discuss their successes and failures in business and how sales and marketing have helped build their success. Hello and welcome to the Extra Cast with myself, Nick Bonington, and Olivia. Today we are joined by Emily Pearl, or you may know her better as the Reels Queen. Now, having seen the disruption the pandemic caused in the entertainment and theatrical industry, Emily continued what she knew best and started her own journey growing her own Instagram and specialising in Reels. Now, Emily is a rising star in Instagram. She grew her Instagram account from, yep, zero to 20,000 followers in just six months, which is massively impressive. And that is speeding up because she even got a few thousand just over the last weekend after we filmed this podcast. This has led Emily to now create her own staffed agency where she helps brand small businesses and content creators achieve the Instagram feed of their dreams and smash their social strategy. Today's podcast isn't actually much about Emily's journey, but more about how you can grow your Instagram using Reels. Full of tips, hacks, and to-dos, if you're interested in growing your brand, then this podcast is an absolute must. Now, enjoy. Hello, Emily, and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hello. Yeah, really well, thanks. Great to be here. Great to be here. Yeah, well, we've just started, we've just let the listeners know, we have already been speaking for 10 minutes, and it's like, (laughs) I've been watching all over Instagram for the last week or whatever and it's like Not you're a star that's come onto the podcast <laughs> oh bless you bless you thank you it's a yeah it's a crazy crazy time crazy time. right now every all our listeners are now googling who you are yeah. and they're going on to instagram and oh, finding gosh, your, your handle and following you hopefully <laughs> so don't we'll do, do big no. shouts out to that don't worry the, the intro is going to include lots of that sort of stuff oh bless you bless you so You've so we've got list loads of questions. So from the listener's point of view, just to let them know. So we this this interview is going to be around because we've been talking on our podcast lately about how um Instagram reels are, you know, how we can now put paid ads into Instagram reels. Um, we're also sure. trying a lot of poll ads. So, you know, the question ads, which you use a video and then cool. put questions underneath, and we're seeing some really good results from that because really the whole world since iOS 14 has happened, the paid advertising on these platforms has become a little bit put out of place. Yeah. So us as an agency, we're, we are sort of, okay, let's go back a couple of years. Well, even to back eight months, you could do an ad, whether it's video or it's a carousel or whatever, and you could put that ad out and people would click through and you get purchases. And you'd be going out to like a cold audience and we can build a cold audience based on loads of different interests. We can get really deep into the sort of interests and page likes and how we want to really target someone. Sure. iOS is slowly making that harder and harder. We're seeing adaptions to the ads manager happening all the time. So as an agency, and I'd like to say, you know, we're, we're pretty thoughtful in this sort of area of how we can get really good traffic to people's websites and pages is that we're actually going back into quite organic strategies yeah so rather than just putting an ad out there and going okay people are going to click it and buy we're actually trying to build up an audience so we have something which we call a top of funnel so it's like a pyramid top of funnel is where we build in a cold audience and then we start retargeting off that we're kind of doing like a pre top of funnel now which is using um whether it's just very organic kind of social media stuff 
to try and build engagement. Because if someone hits a carousel and goes and swipes the slide, mm. we can then put them into an audience into Facebook to retarget them and do all right. these different te- te- techniques and tactics. So it's about trying to do that. So what I want to discuss with you today is really your background on how you've built yourself up because our listeners will really, it's part of mine. I, I can't figure out how, like, do you think yeah. it's embarrassing? We have all these people listen to the podcast, yet I have like 73 followers on my Instagram. Ah, and it's, it's a I don't one. have loads of time. I can't I can't do the stuff that you do. I just I, I just feel like a rock plonker doing it. You look great doing it, by the way. That's no disrespect. But I just like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. But you've um, just got to figure out what works for you. You don't have to, to do what Well, that's what it. But then I'm sort of dancing. thinking, I sit all my time in my office. Like every podcast, every YouTube video is me sitting yeah. here. And the only thing I can do that's creative is probably like showing the pointing the camera at my screen, making a few transitions on a reel, and then just putting some pop-ups of something. Is is that is that enough? Viral. There you go. Viral. You're done. End end of the podcast. We're finished. Yeah, okay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> well, why don't you start off by giving us a little bit of background on yourself? Because you've you've had some amazing achievements in the last six months. I mean. You, you're really starting to see things fast forward quickly now, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's been, it really has been a crazy, I mean, I'd say it's kind of been like over a four to six month period that it really has kind of grown hugely. But I mean, bit of background, started the social manager in January 2021. Um, it was actually one of those really stupidly sad COVID stories where I was in the dream job or what I thought was the dream job and got made redundant. And basically spent three months being like, I'm so bored, I need to do something. And my whole life has been on social media. I was in kind of the TV, theatre and film world before, and I was doing a lot of their socials and stuff like that. So it just seemed like a really good fit. And when we started the social manager, honestly, I thought it was going to be a two client thing. I was going to get a couple hundred quid here and there. But I mean, it, it just it just proves that social media is is the most powerful tool that you can use for a business. It's mm. it's crazy the results that you can achieve. And I mean, we're now a fully fledged agency with 10 ish clients at the moment, which are all my dream clients, which is phenomenal. I mean, Brilliant. it's 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 pretty cool that I get to choose who I work with now. But yeah, I mean, a part of the social manager is obviously we do Instagram management. We do everything within Instagram management from Pinterest marketing to obviously paid ads at the end of the road. But we, I mean, first and foremost, we like to focus on organic. So that really is where my background lies. And then, yeah, content creation is is what we're all about. That's, that's yeah, the yeah. dream. That's the king. So, yeah. So did you just wake up one morning and think, right, COVID's kind of thrown a span in the works. I need to do something. And did you just start doing reels for yourself just to try and build up followers or? No, I mean, I, oh gosh, if you actually look, but I'm I'm really sh- shooting myself in the foot here. If you go back to my very first couple of posts, it's, it's really embarrassing. Um, but I basically, I saw a girl um, on my TikTok. It's funny that it was on TikTok and I'm on Instagram. Saw a girl on TikTok and she was like, look how much money I can make. And I was like, right. I can do that. That's I can definitely do that. So I basically just did, I mean, I did pay quite a bit of money to do some some kind of really in-depth courses, but at the same time, you can pretty much Google everything and learn it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I think the thing that's that's given me my success really is I, I don't ever stop learning. I'm constantly researching new things and 
I mean, it, I, I just think it's so important because the world of social media and the world of social media management is still so new. So yeah. you you really do have to just just keep up with with the trends and yeah, all of that absolutely. jazz. Um, and it is the trends as well, isn't it? I mean, how long? Uh, how? What would you say? Um, the tre- how long the trends last in Instagram? I think it's it's slightly shorter than things like TikTok. It's I, I say that really, if you're trying to grow your account, you want to jump on a trend within the first week that it's kind of been been let out. Otherwise, that trend is going to be super oversaturated, and mm-hmm. there's going to be way more users using it. So your content's less likely to be seen. Okay. Um, but I know that we want to talk a lot about trends. There's there, I mean, there's so much to talk about it, but I think we'll go on to that later on. Okay. But, okay. So if we if we start off with um, people growing their account, this is going to help me yeah. as well, and it's going to help our listeners. How do they? What would you say is the best way to push out? Because I know from starting a podcast point of view, you know, we had no listeners for like, well, no, we might have had one or two for like yeah. months. And then suddenly the algorithm picks you up a bit and then it pushes out. Does it work the same way with this? Have I have me Definitely. making five reels really not been enough? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I think I think the key here is consistency. I think when you start doing something, if you don't fully kind of commit to it, then people are going to see through that. Like so, a podcast, we do it once a week. So how exactly. many because the CEO of Instagram recently announced yeah. That only one or two reels are needed in a week to grow a business account. Is that right? For a business account, I think yes. I think anything more than that, you're kind of just being a bit too salesy. Um, but things like small businesses, so like product-based and service-based businesses, I don't see why not. I mean, you've got creators like, I don't know if you know Brock Johnson, who literally goes on about, you've got to post three times a day. You've got to be doing this post, carousel, reel, and all of that. Which, yes, his results are absolutely crazy. But if huge growth isn't the main goal and just building a really loyal kind of community, then posting three to four times a week is is probably the best way to do it because you don't get that burnout feeling. You don't have that feeling of, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I've got to come up with content ideas the whole time. And yeah. it's it's easier to stick to. I think, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll bang on it, bang on about it for years to come but consistency is key so do we need to so what what would you say that so when i say a business if it's like me trying to grow my account i'm not obviously i'm not going to make silly videos i need to make videos that are value add value to someone yeah. like the podcast do and like everything i does do adds try i try to add value sure is it doing that but do i need the music do i need to have the transitions do i need to have the pop-ups well, I, I think it's not so much a need. I think it's more that the whole purpose of a reel, if we're talking about reels, is to grab your audience attention and then obviously lead them to your Instagram profile, to your website, to your podcast. Mm. So I think for yourself and for maybe a business like yours, the purpose of your reels should maybe be more to entertain and to show little snippets or give little bits of insight into it, but by not giving everything away. So then it allows that person to think, oh, I want to go and listen to that full full episode because I love that little bit that you said. That's really helpful. So I would also, I mean, I think reels are an incredible way to show your expertise with also being able to show your whole personality. 
Yeah. And I think with showing your personality on reels, it then would lead more people to think, oh, hang on a minute. I really like this guy. I'm going to go listen to, to an episode. And then it's, I'm going to subscribe. And then do you see what I mean? It's like a snowball yeah. effect. And so, so, because when the ones I did, I, I got like 700 odd um, views, I think. That's epic. Is it? Is that a good yeah, amount? Think about 700 people in a room. That's mad. No one followed me. They, yeah, but you just said that you posted five reels and then stopped. <laughs> so yeah. if, I'm, if I'm looking at your reels and I'm thinking, all right, where's the next one? And there's no next one. Okay. Why would I, why would I follow you? Why would yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a few people when I'm following other people who are, you know, reasonably big, not huge, but reasonably big. I, I got rid of someone the other day um, and I just unfollowed them just because I, don't, I didn't get any value from them. No, there wasn't enough. It was like, okay, it's obviously working, growing their followers. Mm. Um, but like, I've 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 spent some time looking at yours, and I even got on. I said to Liv the other day, I was like, I can't believe how easy it is. You you'd done one where it was like, okay, do do your video caption, and then go into something, and then you could overlay it over the top of something else. The cloning. And I was like, and you were like, that literally takes three seconds. I was like, so you're getting value from these things, whereas so many others. They forget to give the value, don't they? And people say yeah. about this podcast, it's like, oh, you know, I go into people's ad managers and they've built it how I've been talking about on That's the podcast. I'm like, this is just weird. It is, <laughs> right. it is weird. I can't it believe is, people think I'm an expert. <laughs> My kids honestly don't think I'm an expert in anything. <laughs> you are, you are. Because you're their oh, dad. Thanks, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm rooting for you over here. <laughs> <laughs> So um, okay, so I so we need to keep some consistency from that. We want to give value across. Um, yeah. How long was it when you? So you started from zero, and you're, you're. I think Liv said yesterday you went up like a few hundred over the weekend. Yeah, I, I actually saw went your, up a few thousand. A yeah, few I thousand. Saw, I saw your Instagram, and I was like, "She's twenty thousand." And I was Nick because I called. Like, oh, she got about sixteen thousand. I had a look. I was like, "Oh my god, she's got over like twenty two and a half." I was like crazy I was like, we've then... got to get this girl on the podcast otherwise soon ah. she's not going to be interested <laughs> yeah, too, too famous for you sorry Literally. <laughs> <laughs> never never no to be honest I'll full transparency here I went through a bit of a crappy phase with work where I was feeling kind of just super burnt out I was getting ill I was basically just focusing all of my attention on my clients and completely forgetting that I even had a page myself and I went through a phase of just posting with absolutely no purpose I had no strategy in place I was just kind of thinking about something posting it didn't really care what what happened with it and then I basically sat myself down and was like Emily this is really silly here you've got something brilliant you've got an incredible community I mean my my following is is so genuine and so loyal they really do they hype me up every day like it's it's the most incredible feeling oh really so you'll get comments from people i mean i as much as the hate comments come the the, the you love do get comments hate comments are, as well then do you is that They're my favorite things in the world yeah yeah keep you motivated 100 percent. they fuel me more than anything but the love really does it it makes it so worth it yeah. i mean hypothetically i am giving away what people pay for for free so I think it's probably the main reason why my account has grown so much. That's, yeah, but that's what I mean with the same with this, this podcast. It's the only thing exactly. I can relate to because it's the only thing that has people listening. Um, <laughs> is that 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 happens because people are saying, you know, it's it's making a difference. And it is, you've got, because I think Instagram has changed into 
a bit of an information channel, hasn't it? If you look at it two years ago, people were taking pictures of their food and stuff like that. It doesn't really happen anymore. No. It's it's like you, oh, brilliant example. I had a, I put up Q&A the other day and some geezer replied to it saying, if you've got X amount of followers, how come your personal account only has however many I have? And I was, I literally replied to it being like, my personal account is for my friends and family. It's a private Instagram account. I post pictures that I want to post on there. And it's actually the one thing that I do that is not going to be seen by a million people. So I don't need to care what I post. So my purpose is not to grow. But it it is interesting that Instagram just so isn't a photo sharing app anymore. It's it's literally to pump out information and to grow businesses. It's crazy. Would you say that you put a bit of... So on mine, I read, you know, Russell Brunson. Have you heard of him from ClickFunnels? Yeah. Now, this might be a bit outdated. So he had his Traffic Sources book. And when he was growing his Instagram, he was predominantly doing most of it to do with ClickFunnels in his business. But then he was bringing little snippets of his private life. And he said, choose two or three different areas of your private life that you'd bring in occasionally, probably more into stories and things like that. So people actually see a bit of your personality do you think that's something that's still needed now or 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 not do you bring it into yours well I think it's it's truly as dependent on what type of business you have I think for me um I'm a coach so predominantly it it is about building trust with me to be able to then come to me for help so for me I have found that showing as you said really little snippets of my personal life do help in a certain way that there is definitely a line that I have crossed in the past, which I now will not cross now. What's that? And what do you mean by that line? Because I noticed your story last weekend, isn't it mad how we can know what it, you went cold water swimming or something, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And so people it, love that. People so love it's, that. It's bringing, it's thinking about, do you, do you think about what you post before you post it? You don't just go, oh, I'm, I'm doing this. No, no, it's all, it's all, well, Things like the cold water swim, for me, that was just a really nice thing that I did. And I was so excited to share it. So I thought, why not let people that that are really engaged with me see what I'm doing? Um, but there's a whole lot of stuff. I mean, don't post your nights out on your work account. Don't post. Do you know what I mean? Things like mm. it, it's not necessary. And and to be quite honest, it, it, it it's going to give people the wrong impression. So I think you've got to find that really healthy balance of allowing people in enough to your life to build that trust, to build that loyalty, that authenticity, but then also holding a little bit back because you don't want to give them your, your 24 hour a day. You don't want to show them. Do do you know what I mean? It's, there is a fine line, but I think it's, you quite quickly find that balance and you quite quickly learn what, what, what doesn't go and what does. Yeah. When you, so when did you start seeing, um, did you go through a stage early on where you're like, oh, this is just taking so long to grow? Yeah. Obviously, I, I know think... my reasons why. You were obviously doing it more consistently than I was. Sure. Or have been. But was there, a, did it take like months? I mean, if I was to do it, if I started right now, I'm going to do a reel after this. Yeah. My listeners are going to go, I'm going to do a reel. I'm going to do two reels a week, giving yeah. value. How long realistically is it before they start seeing? Realistically. Growth? Sorry, I had to do that one. Um, <laughs> I so I as I said, starting my account in January, I did not post my first reel until April. Within the space of 
two weeks, I had grown from, I think it was like 300 followers to over a thousand followers from two weeks of consistent reels. And at the beginning, I was posting, I think it was maybe three reels a week. And then as soon as it kind of hit March, I was posting consecutively every day. And I grew from 1,000 to 10K in, I think it was three and a half weeks. So it wow. does prove 1,000 to 10K in three and a half weeks. three and a half weeks. It was, it and was now you're doing hilarious. What? Three, did you do 3,000 this past weekend? So, yes. Yeah, so, well, I checked my insights the other day and it was, I was gr- growing on average about 600, 700 followers a day. That's incredible because we are really at the age now and it's great because um, Reels is the only place you can. So posting your stories only goes to your followers. Yes, posting only goes to followers or unless people click on your story. And only 1% of your followers because the algorithm only works to show what people are interested in. Yeah. The stats, I think, we've done on the podcast ages ago, James knows it's like 1% or 2% of people see your content. What from from my actual following? Yeah, in a feed, depending it's, on how engaged how engaging you are. So when people, you know, you can follow as many people as you like, but you may not see everyone because unless Facebook or Instagram decides, no, exactly, engage, they won't show you something that someone's posted anyway. Exactly. I mean, story story views are at like ten percent. I mean, it's it is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, my my, I don't know if you saw. I know that you gave me a little bit of a stalk, but I posted a story yesterday of my insights from my latest reel. And that quite literally blew my mind. I mean, in comparison to followers versus non-followers, I'd reached 1.2 million people that were not following me. And it was something like 6% were my actual followers, which is mind-blowing because you think that your followers would be the people that, that are actually engaged the yeah. most. What? But it's not. Why do you think why do you think that is? Is that because do you reckon it's just the algorithm? Do you know do you reckon it's hashtags? Like what do you think it comes down to? Is it a combination? I do think it's a combination. I equally think I'm when I'm posting things like a part one, part two, part three series, let's say, people, new people then come back because obviously they know there's going to be another part. So things yeah. like that are really handy in getting people to not only view and engage on your content, but also hit the follow button and engage with your actual day-to-day stories and things, which I find really, really important. Mm. So you're an individual who's now got to the point you've you've grown an agency, which is absolutely fantastic. Okay, Thank so you've got you so people much. coming to you, and you're helping these people. I, for instance, I could come to you, good night, pay you money, and you help. Do you help build those videos for me, or do you instruct your clients on how to do it? Um, Both. Okay. How you so you're you're doing you're doing reels every day to try and to carry on keep on growing. How yeah. do you structure your? Because this is the biggest thing for me, and I know I listen to or want to do this. How do you structure your day? You can't just leave it till three and go oh, bollocks. I need to do a reel today, like no. I do. Trying to no, find no, 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 no. We batch create until we die. We I every single Monday will wake up a disgusting amount early in the morning. I get myself to the gym, get myself in a good mindset. And then I put on a bit of makeup and I literally film 20 reels in one go. And it takes me about three hours and that is done. And it just, it leaves you so much time. I think anyone, please don't take offense to this. Anyone that says they don't have time to do something, come and speak to a person that manages 10 other people's accounts and still does her own and finds time for it. I promise you, you have more time than you think you do. Yeah. It's just the initial overwhelming feeling of, ah, what do I post? How do I post it? What's the audio? Pre-plan, sit down for an hour and 
scroll through reels, look what you want, take inspiration from people, really know what purpose you want to be giving out. And then it's so it's so much easier to to not get overwhelmed with it. We had um we've got I've got a new client in my consultancy part of the agency, and we were talking. I actually wanted to get him on a podcast because just to show how he grew. So we talked came back background from the theatre. Um, obviously that had the hit we all know of, and sure. he 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 was brilliant on the keyboard. So that's his his on the musical side. Incredible. So he started doing like he created this little um downloadable of this he's probably listening to this he'll listen to this and be like he's really explained that badly but let's say they can download <laughs> their pc and it's a little program that they can start doing their own beats yeah they can think they're kanye west yeah Epic. so so he's so he's done one for trap which i didn't realize trap was the beats um all these different things and he's done like a carousel so he does i don't know he does do reels as well doesn't he but he's been yeah, posting he so he had no one and then he posts um seven pages or seven cards and the first one is him on the keyboard and he's he's structured them all the same so all exactly the same but it's a different type of music he's grown his to 64,000 people in how 64,000 and he's gener absolutely amazing and he's generating income off it as well so his last card on every single so he does a post and you can swipe the cards and his last card is to buy his program, which is only like thirteen See, it's quid. It's genius. It's genius. So now he's just like, right, I need to, I need to get onto paid ads. So he's coming on. We're going to help him with his paid ads. Um, and I but, agree that that would be the point that you should start considering paid ads. Absolutely. And we're going to re- we're going to structure it. So we're going to build the ads as carousels using the same structure that's worked organically. Brilliant. Using his insights, look for the ones that work best push it out there to a bigger market and i said this i said this pandemic could have like you it could actually change your life yeah good things come out of this it has i i truly believe that without without this stupid pandemic i i would i'd be i don't even know where i'd be but i certainly wouldn't be running my own business yeah it's crazy you're enjoying it oh i i love every second i mean it's it's I think now it's got to the point where I have now started monetizing my own account. So it does make it even more exciting, but I love it. I love, I absolutely love my job. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon that was like a pivotal, ball, I, can't, I was saying, no, I don't know how I said, pivotal moment where yeah. you were like, right, this is g- going to go somewhere. Was it that one video? Was it that one, you know, when you hit a certain amount of followers where you thought, right, this is going to be great. <sighs> do you know what? I, <laughs> it's actually quite pathetic they always do say that the things you spend the least time on do the best yeah and I was sick in bed I was so 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 sick um I had the flu and I woke up in the morning and I was like I haven't posted in ages I've got to just get a post out and it took me five seconds I posted this silly little reel about how to put a drop of coffee in your Instagram story and it blew up. It was my first reel that blew up and it got to something like 350,000 views. And at that moment, I was like, hang on a minute. This is really, really fun. <laughs> and I want to do more of this. So I think it was probably at that moment that, yeah, I think. You saw, you saw the difference. You can see, exactly. Once you see it for yourself, mm. you really get that fire in your belly. And it, it's, you're striving for more and more and more and more. Absolutely. And it is that. It's the same with the podcast. As soon as we started seeing the downloads starting to come in and it was like, we're growing like 100 a week. And then it was like, we're growing like 200 a week and 300 a week. And then suddenly we're 
we like the, you type in Facebook into Shopify, Spotify, always, <laughs> and Apple, and you're with a, with like the main podcast. It's like, huh? Yeah, that is. How does this even happen? And I think I think for us as well, we then off the back of it because we're getting people, you know asking questions about Nick's about the consultancy called as well so we started like our little Facebook group and like every every week we're getting more and more and more members to that and I think it just when you see people that then obviously go off and find us find the Facebook group submit the questions you're like this person's really spent time actually finding us answering the questions then join that community as well it does make a massive difference just those the little steps then actually then get you to milestone don't they so sure. it's definitely it's definitely gives you inspiration and you know to keep going definitely it, mm. def- it definitely motivates you 100 percent um yeah. what would you say the best structure is to create a reel so uh, so we're all we're talking about reels i think we just need to put put this to bed is reels the place that the listeners can go to start creating more followers on social media is that is it 100%. what reels they need yeah 100 doing a post There's on no there because you, you know your your wall is it do we still call it a wall you mean a feed my feed, feed. Gosh. the wall is on i was facebook. reading some articles yesterday about facebook and surveys and some of them were so old it was still calling them a wall well i think a fa- can you can your facebook still do you, be a wall do you guys, are you guys even old enough to even remember that I was just thinking, like, is that like something that you'd have on like MySpace or something when I was like twelve? I remember. So, <laughs> I, so this is showing my age. I remember when Facebook started, and I remember. Oh God! Saying to, oh, I no. remember saying to my wife, "You, if you, if you, are you on Facebook? Have you gone and signed up for Facebook yet?" And she's like, "What the hell's Facebook? I'm not going to do any of this. What are you talking about? It's like kid stuff." No, I. Think and that was, was a wall. That was posting on your wall. Oh no! I I had to like wait for my mum to say you're old enough to have Facebook now. It was like you you sneakily had like MySpace or Bebo. Bebo, um, yeah, that was like the best. You sneakily <laughs> have that where you know you'd log on. Your mum and dad wouldn't know about that because they also they could add you on Facebook. Um, but no, yeah, I, I remember. I love it on Facebook, and obviously it's like pops up like what you used to post. Oh, it, it makes so me sick. embarrassing. It's like, it makes me sick. It literally is, makes me feel is sick. Feeling. Or is going shopping? Yeah, no, not not the one. Oh, can't bother doing the schoolwork. That was oh literally my, like my worst one. <laughs> so upset Miss said this to me today. What are you talking about? Yeah, literally. I think it's so funny how like, the world's changed. Like, you wouldn't see world, anybody yeah. like posting that anymore. So yeah, it's funny. I, I love seeing the growth of all of the platforms and like, you know, as, sure. as I said, Reels has massively grown as of TikTok over the pandemic. So yeah, it's all going sure. in the right direction for what we do. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so Reels is where it's at, if you want yeah. to Reels is where it's at. Is there a structure? So music-wise, I, I, Liv had to do a little bit of a hack for me the other day. She had to make me and my 73 followers. Anyone goes on to – see, this is the thing, like you said about your personal account. People listen to the podcast. They might go onto my Instagram account and go, really? Are you, are you I, sure? Like my kids have got more than me. Like <laughs> everyone's got more followers than me. Oh, dear. I don't. Oh dear. Well, listen. Everyone starts from somewhere. You. Well, my, just... I have had an Instagram account for like five years, and still, actually, when no, I had to change my Instagram account. But then you can't do the follow to follow, can you? No. And delete because the algorithm sees you doing yeah, that. No, that, that we don't. We want to avoid that. Okay, so there you go, everyone. Don't do that. Don't um, do the follow unfollow method. We're not. A fan. I changed myself to a from to <laughs> to entrepreneur. <laughs> right. Because that released the music to my account. I've also had to become an entrepreneur on on, on Instagram because so just, my, I lost my ads library. Okay, so so the listeners know what we're talking about. 
basically you see on reels people have got like the Drake track or Kanye West new song or whatever as music. And I was just I was just like doing my first reel and typical dad style. I'm like, why is this not working? Trying to get my kids involved. Why is it not? How can I, how can I just put a Drake track on it? And it wasn't allowing it. So some accounts don't allow it. And then no. Liv said, oh, if you change, I'm going to change you to entrepreneur. And then all the music came up. Yeah. So, so like, basically, okay. just as a rule of thumb for, for anyone listening, if you do lose your ads library, let's say you're a creator account, just switch over to business, pop your category as entrepreneur, you should get it back. Vice versa, if you're a business account, try switching over to creator account and you should also get it back. So it's okay. not it's not like it's lost forever. Now, do we need to put music? I'm going to talk about like put on something. Hey, the new things happen on Ads Manager. Like yesterday, they're announcing some stuff. So if yeah. I do a little reel about that, because I'm yeah. obviously trying to build my audience based on what I'm, what sure. I'm about, do I need to put music on it? Yes. So in terms of things like that, for you, if you're going to speak over a video, you're going to explain something, anything like a voiceover video, anything like that, if there is just voice in it if it's just you speaking you need to put a trending audio with the volume down underneath it just so that instagram algorithm picks you up boosts you out right. whereas if you are doing a really funky transition video where realistically you're gonna hook your audience in anyway because it's fun it's snappy you don't necessarily need the trending audios however you do want to have a mix of both in your instagram account I mean, I could go on for hours about trending audios because it's one of the main topics that I'm asked. Basically, as a rule of thumb, use trending songs. So use anything. I know, I know that some people can't see this on their account, but most accounts now do have it. When you're scrolling through reels, there'll be a little arrow at the bottom of the audio that tells you that it's trending. So using trending sounds is super important. You don't want to be using them all the time, but things like Actual reels trends is a different thing that people are getting very confused with at the moment. Oh, and, and how do they get confused? Are they both on the screen when you're doing your reel? Are they? Well, it's so there is something called a reels trend, which is let's say, uh, oh, I can't even think off the top Bright of my head. Bright eyes like a, or shiny yeah, eyes or something. Yeah, like a like a FaceTime call when you pick it up, and and everyone's jumping on this FaceTime call, right? Right, okay. But then there's also something called a trending audio, which yeah, is just which, a trending song. So that could be like Drake's I'm Too Sexy or whatever. Exactly, exactly. But basically what I'm trying to say is you want to avoid jumping on those trends all of the time because if you think about it, everyone is jumping on the trend. So what makes you think that your content's going to be seen over theirs? Right. So use them, use them if it's relates to your niche if it is worth using it but if you are literally just doing it to jump on a trend and it's you're not really adding any value then my advice would be to to, to stay away um what about the business you see a lot of businesses doing like um the miming of someone talking don't they does that is that the same as the audio yeah i'm a huge fan of, of so that's of it so that's, that's not a trending drake song that's a trending like that's speech. a trending audio yeah but it might not necessarily be a trending audio. That could just be like, you know, what you, what you hear on TikTok, these little snippets from movies where it's just a really funny line or whatever. I yeah. think they're really great and really entertaining to watch, but also super helpful for people. Okay. Um, what about, let's, let's jump onto a little bit of TikTok. 
And now I know this isn't your background, but sure. I can probably guarantee that in the next six months, you'll probably be like have a million followers on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it's it's becoming a bit of a beast, isn't it? it and obviously is. the Reels is like a great place. We all, we, we all, I think, I think we all know and trust Instagram. Yeah. And I think, would you say there's part of that has made you attracted to Instagram because you're already using Easy. Instagram and, and understand it? Yeah. Um, but, you know, from a, an advertising point of view and the, for our listeners' point of view, what happens in social networks is that the social network is released. Young Youngsters, 16-year-olds start using it. TikTok comes very – because before TikTok, it was something else. It was Musical.ly. Musical.ly. Mm. Which was massive for the youngsters. Got bought out, made TikTok – and then what happens as the demographic starts to grow, as soon as we start seeing the 30-year-olds coming onto a platform, the advert in a high number, the, that's when the advertisers start to come across. And that's when right. like TikTok, from an advertising point of view, it's like they've hired everyone from Facebook and said, can you real build our advertising platform? It's exactly the same. They even have it called a TikTok pixel, the same as a Facebook pixel. And it's TikTok Mental. ads manager. It's complete. It's identical. Um, so because we're doing a lot of research in that with we're moving into bringing that on as a platform for our clients and things like that. It's very early stages, but how do you sort of see, because it's, they're very similar, aren't they? I mean, is it, are you looking at some point to move into the TikTok arena? It's a hard one. I, I've been trying to avoid TikTok for so long now because why is that? I find it very, I find it a really hard platform to be on, to be completely honest, because it is basically a load of stunningly beautiful humans and that's the only reason they're famous and it's kind of like okay here I am I've been scrolling for about an hour and a half I haven't learned anything but I've actually just got really crappy self-love right now so for me it's not a platform that I that I'm into I think when if I post something and I know that my 14-year-old cousin is going to see it, it's it's not for me. I, yeah. I would rather keep my audience where I know and love them. Um, but equally, I think Instagram is massively trying to compete with TikTok at the moment. I mean, it's, it is crazy to think how far and how fast-paced reels have grown in the last six months or so just from seeing everything that TikTok changes, it's now happening in Instagram. I mean, you can now get paid directly from a Pope, from a reel in Instagram. You've never been able to do that. You can, so explain that. You can get paid directly from a reel. So what do you mean yeah. by that? So you see how you've got the creator fund on TikTok. Mm. The creative the, the creator so There's something fund. called, yeah, the creator fund. So basically TikTok will send you an email and say, we love your content. We'd love, you to, pay, we'd love to pay you X amount for each view or whatever you get. So creators now being paid to keep people on the TikTok platform. That is their goal. They want people to be on the platform for as long as they possibly can. Instagram have obviously noticed that now because of TikTok, people are spending all of their time on TikTok and they're less likely to come and spend time on Instagram, which is how they make their money. Yeah. So obviously Instagram make money through ads, but realistically they make their money for for, the time per view. So Instagram basically said, well, TikTok are doing this really great. Let's introduce it to our creators. Let's give them a boost. And they've now come out with this huge sweeping statement and said, we will be paying our creators $1 billion over the next year. 
obviously this is in the US, not the UK, because we have, we get everything last. Yeah. But yeah, so Instagram have basically decided to to take on a, a, a TikTok type format. So has that come through in the UK yet as a paid? Not to get paid, no. But um, you paid can paid. now add, I know it's so tough. Um, you can now add brand partners and paid collaborations straight to your Instagram reel. Yes, I've seen um, this actually. So that's yeah. so that's two people. So that's yourself and me. Yeah, actually collaborating on collaborating a reel. on a reel, which I think is brilliant to be able to cross to cross two kind of different platforms and two different mm. niches. I mean, to come together, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So, so you looking at TikTok is just sitting on the fence and just watching when because I mean we, we it will it will happen. It will become like Instagram's become and the the demographic will be larger and then your 14 year old girl will will go um niece will niece or nephew will go I'm not on here if she's on here and then they'll go and find another platform and they'll go back exactly. to Snapchat or something like that and then exactly. the audiographic graphic come in then the video is like just like we've said earlier that it's become more value added videos opposed to taking picture of your food yeah and exactly. it doesn't take long for that to happen does no, it I mean, not it doesn't at all. take long it's it's consumer behavior isn't it they see how people act and they see what people's needs are and wants are and then they they act kind of simultaneously it's yeah listen adam missouri is a genius so i i I rate everything that he does but i do i do strongly believe as you've just said that that tiktok is a hugely growing platform and it will continue to do so naturally Mm -hmm. okay so if someone's um let's say we're going back we're going back to like creating some reels but for a business pushing them forward or someone is doing it for a client how do you go let's let's start with the client first how you you take on a client or someone comes to you which i'm sure you're going to get more and more of these people coming to you what makes you decide whether you're going to take on a client this sort of question sort of involves the businesses that are listening to this podcast how they can think about their own product depending on how you answer this so what do you look at when you look at a, 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 a product or a service or something and think actually we can do something with this can you do something with anything or I can. And I think, yeah, most social media managers say would say that they could. However, I'm luckily enough to be in the position that I am to be able to obviously say yes or no to people. But to be honest, the, the, the thing that I look for most is do I align with their brand morals? Do I believe in what they are selling? And would I buy it myself? And if any of those answers are no, the likelihood is I'm not going to work with you because I don't think you can actually of course I can study the, the brand's tone of voice and I can study their aesthetic and I and I know what they're type of posting about. But if I'm not into it, how am I going to write selling captions if I don't believe in a product? Yeah. Yeah. So I and truly you, believe it's sorry, go on. No, that's right. Would you do it? Would you do do you do it yourself for the client? So would we see you or your team? Are you making the the reels? Do you mean my face or do you mean yeah, me actually yeah. filming it? So I unless no so for a client i will not put my face in their reel it's not my company it's not my brand i don't put my face on it we however see that on tiktok with people i yeah. know who are doing it for tiktok they're the content creators are usually the agencies i i i find it very interesting and i think every agency has their own way of doing things just for me i personally wouldn't want my face on something that i don't align with or isn't kind of within my morals and my ethics and stuff like that but i do create loads and loads of reels for my clients it's just not got my face in them 
Oh, okay. So or I shoot with them and I do it with their face in it. So what what are your typical clients then? Are they like jewelry companies, make like that could so be it's, completely stereotypical, but sorry. completely stereotypical. I'm very <laughs> offended. Um I'm joking. Uh, a lot of my clients at the moment are in the fitness and beauty industry. It's something that I've fallen into, but it's something that I equally really, really love and and enjoy myself. I've had quite a few companies in kind of like the eco-living sustainability world, which for me is an absolute dream because not because I'm trying to move over to being completely sustainable, but I think if you look at my profile, you can see my type of aesthetic and it's very clean it's very green Um, I I think it's great that's your brand isn't it as soon as I saw it I was like well you've chosen green as your brand which is brilliant it's it's happened it's happened thank you no I I've been thinking about making myself the doctor I'm sort of being nicknamed no he'll see your face thinking what no I'm loving it the consultancy (laughs) that leads off this is called the ads clinic so it's like so on our if you go if you look at our podcast thumbnail lives put me in a white coat with a stethoscope around my neck and I've got to be I'm now I'm now being known as the doctor and I thought actually even though that's quite embarrassing like when we do talks at shows we've got one next Tuesday is like oh, do I wear the doctor's cloak dirt the coat and stuff like this a bit I think silly. so no I don't think that's silly I think that's an incredible way for people to recognize you as a brand yeah, that's that's what I've sort of thought. Apart from the coat that we did order, oh, was crap. in China. I mean, it's an absolute. I need to find someone who's a doctor who can actually get me like a proper. Who can actually get you like a scrubs? But, I, I personally love things like that. I but think it's, that's it's really big. Sweet. As soon as I saw your your, as soon as like Liv was like uh, showed me your feed and account, I was like, first thing I thought was like, this is well structured. Mm. Thank you. And I, you know, we we try and keep on with mine. So. Um, can you have it broken up? Like with mine, it's sometimes because the, because the reels, when you do a reel, you can make it post. Oh, here's a great question. You can make it post your feed. Always. Always. But you put a cover. You put a cover on the top. Yeah. 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 Because I wasn't doing that and it starts looking scruffy. Listen, you're going to have a lot of people say covers matter. Covers don't matter. To me, my results have never changed from using covers to not using covers. I've never found a difference in my engagement or my reach. So I personally prefer having the aesthetic cohesive feed, but equally, to be quite honest, yes, it does matter if you are trying to attract a certain client, but if your client is not aesthetically focused, then it really doesn't matter what your feed looks like. But for someone like me, obviously, when clients are coming to me with the dream feed in mind, they're not going to hire me if I don't have a nice looking feed. Mm. So that's why I put, I make such an effort into making it look good. Okay. Intros. First three, not an intro, first three seconds. So yes. really important on any social, TikTok, Facebook, everything, video, and we know how video is just taken over the world. The first three seconds is really important, isn't it? Yeah. Any, what What would you say, well, a bit of advice on what we would use for the first three seconds? Because some of the stuff I've been sort of researching is where, um, T, I was saying to live before this, TJ Maxx, which is TK Maxx, in america tj max how they'd done, dare they yeah <laughs> they'd done a tiktok one which when um she was in the car like gasping with a hand over her mouth and then the camera went down to her holding her she'd obviously then shown oh she's been shopping at tj max right and then the next transition was her putting on her bathing suit which then popped up with a price and then grabbed her beach bag which popped up with a price and it was really cleverly done and then the last page was tj max shop now i mean it's 
basically clickbait, isn't it? That's mm. that's the thing. So so the person I was watching, um, her name was the so- Social Savannah. I don't know if you've ever right. Yes, her. yes, yes. I've seen her. I've seen her. So she was very big in Facebook ads. She's a media buyer. That's what sure. you know, that's how I know her. And um, she was just like, it's yes, it's clickbait, but it's not clickbait. But as long as your video sort of stacks up, yeah, you're just getting then someone it's... to engage with it a little bit longer, so they don't pass it on the feed. I think it's genius. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm a, I hate nothing more than someone that will say incredible something blah blah blah, blah and then you get to the end of the video and you say watch for part two it annoys yeah. me yeah, yeah but a hook is very different to just outright clickbait mm. and i think this is where people can get really creative for me i've found that using listen so the way that i structure my reels is hook value cta every time it wins every time you hook your audience in in the first three seconds you keep them watching with some information that either educates or entertains them And then you give them a CTA and say, hey, did you like this? Share it with a friend. It's super simple and it's super easy to follow. So as a rule of thumb, whoever's listening, if you're trying to create a reel, structure it in three ways and it's super easy to do. But the way that I've now started doing them is either by using a transition kind of in the first three seconds, which then gets people's eyes moving and it's like, okay, I want to keep watching. Or it's using a big sweeping statement like you are making this mistake and then explaining it. So it's yeah. so I it's could do that for mine, can I stop doing 100%. this with your ads? Stop doing this. Perfect. Or you need to do this. I can't start everyone with that, can I? No, but you you figure out you figure out yeah. new ways to ask the same questions. Yeah, you do okay. it in a positive or a negative, or do you see what I mean? It's yeah. I'm gonna build one it's, up. It's, it's easy. I know. Honestly, I'm... you're basically just having a free consultation session right now. I know. Literally. I know. How much do you do? Our listeners, can our listeners get? Let's let's just do a little bit of a hook. We've got another 10, 15 minutes left. A little bit of a hook. Can not, it's not a hook. What am I talking about? Um, plug. <laughs> plug. A plug. Can Same they thing. get a consultancy from you? Can they? Can they get something from you? Yeah. So I do offer one-to-one hour sessions. Um, I have actually stopped doing them quite quite recently not stopped doing them but I I haven't been advertising that I do them at the moment just because I am so busy but I do offer one-to-one sessions and I find that they are the best way to learn I I I I truly believe that a one-to-one session is all day every day better than a course yeah amazing okay back back to where we were (laughs) how long should a reel be because we get the different timings don't we on a reel yeah. Do you see? Do you do you do you have a go to? Yeah, I, I I try and stick between kind of seven and twelve seconds. I think that's really where mine fly. I think I've never really done like I, I do a lot of like longer tutorials, um, like you saw the splice one with the cloning. Um, they they do well. People like them, but the things that that get the views are the short snippy snippy. Yeah. Short snappy, short snappy reels. Yeah, interesting. Okay, Um, so if someone wanted to come on and do a reel with their business, how many times a week do they need to do it? I think if you're just starting out with reels, I would really try and push for as many times a week as you can. I didn't want you to answer that. I'm sorry, I'm (laughs) sorry. I I just had to break it to you. But do do what I've said. Batch create your content. It, I promise you, if you just scroll through Instagram for 30 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes, 
you're following people that are similar accounts to yours. So you're seeing that kind of content that you're, in, you're, that you're kind of into or you're interested in. If you scroll on Instagram for 30 minutes, I guarantee you by the time that 30 minutes is done, you are going to have at least five or six ideas that you can think of at least five or six. And it's uh, whether that is seeing a trend of a makeup artist doing something, but then you think actually that could be really transferable to, to my niche. Perfect. Write it down. I The most important advice that I, I want you and, and whoever's listening to take from this is just always have an ongoing, even if it's a note on your iPhone, an ongoing list of content ideas that even if you're out, you're shopping, you're doing this, you're going for coffee, you think of an idea, write it down because it's so handy to refer back to. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to do your Monday morning three hours unless you had that list to go to. Never. It, oh, it would take me three days if I didn't have everything planned. If I didn't yeah. have everything and Will you start seeing the reels because you're stopping and watching certain reels, the algorithm will start understanding what you're liking and show you more of that sort of stuff? Massively, yeah massively okay, so, so i mean I, my way. whole feed is now other social media managers it's hilarious but yeah. i do actually want to make a point that you do want to avoid getting into that stage where you're surrounded by so much information of similar people to you that your brain then starts unfortunately you naturally start thinking hang on did i come up with that idea or did i see it from someone else and i'm now copying it because that is when it gets really tricky. I've had people comment, copy a whole series of mine and it's like their excuses, well, everyone's posting it. And it's like, it, it, there's a line. So always, always take inspiration, but just please never, ever, ever try and copy someone else's. So they've actually like copied work. what you've done. Word for like... word, how I structure them, how I brand them, how I do my wow. different fonts. It's crazy. Well, copyright. If someone did that on a website or a brand name, you'd get them for copyright, wouldn't you? In a way, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they'll be looking at. They'll be looking because someone else can see how many views you got. Can they? Yes. Yes. How it works. So they. They would. So someone will be studying what you're doing. Yeah. And then every time you do one, they go back and after a couple of days, see how many views you got, and go, okay, I'll copy that. Exactly. Exactly. Which, listen, is fine. I, I find it flattering, so it, it is fine, but. I know that when I first started out, I was finding it really hard to kind of, what's the word, distinguish mm. what was actually my idea and what wasn't. So yeah, absolutely. you do get used to it. You do get used to it. Okay. I think the last thing um, I want to know, hashtags. Are hashtags still relevant? So, right. Yes is the simple answer. Um, no is the slightly longer answer. Hashtags are not used the way that hashtags used to be used. It used to be that the more hashtags you use, the more chances you have of getting seen, which unfortunately and confirmed by Adam Azuri and whoever else at Instagram that wants to say it, it has been confirmed that a smaller amount of hashtags is better because using those 30, 15 or 30 hashtags, it, it now confuses the algorithm. Oh. So your post is going to get lost. So now what basically, and I've been, I trial and error everything before I post about it because you can get in serious trouble from people being like, this isn't right, this isn't right. So I now make sure that I use myself as a case study before I do anything. And I can now happily tell you this because I've been doing it for the last two months. I've used no more than five and normally about three hashtags on every single one of my reels and my impressions from hashtags 
have gone up by about 200% since wow. using three. Okay, so I've, I've been just... Cool. Yeah, I copy yeah, like, and paste from my yeah, little like, notes and just put them all in. Of course you do, because you've been told that that, that is what you should have done. Yeah, yeah so isn't it? So basically the world that, uh, from a Facebook, uh, from a paid advertising platform point of view, yeah. we're always up to date on all the little changes. Exactly. It's exactly the same on the organic side. It doesn't just get left. No, no, no nothing. So basically you just want to be using three to five really, really post-specific hashtags. So if your post is about instagram engagement you're going to hashtag instagram engagement it's it's very much so you're hashtagging basically using your hashtags as a description for that post right yeah. not just saying okay i do facebook advertising so no. i just post facebook advertising no exactly that so you don't you want to avoid sorry i'm just going to use my my, my industry as a yeah. as a thing because i i know it i used to post things like social media manager uk social media manager london it's now completely pointless if I post that. So I now will only post things that are specified and specific to that post that I'm posting. That's really interesting. Mm. And, and it, it, it works. Give that a go. Definitely yeah. try it. Mm. But like everything with Instagram, you do have to kind of spend a couple of weeks trialing and erroring everything. So mm. it, it is, it is, it's hard because what works for me might not necessarily work for you. Yeah. And I think especially for our listeners thinking, because they, a lot of them coming from a paid point of view but because they are small business owners they will be doing the organic side as well um sure. i think the confusion with everything if i put myself in the position of that person is the time it takes to do things yeah um you know they're running a business as well that's why i think you know I, when i heard that the 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 ceo was like sorry i forget his name but when he came through and he was like um one or two a week i was like ah oh, maybe that's more realistic because of all the other things you've got to do but then going on what you said earlier you also run a business and do your own. So it's just... But remember, what... it is my speciality. So I can't really... It was wrong of me to actually... I apologise. I shouldn't have actually said that anyone can do it because it's not... That's not But true. it's learning how to do it. And it's also choosing a channel, isn't it? So I think yeah. a lot of people go, I want to be on YouTube. I need to be on a podcast. I need to do this. It's finding the channel that works best, isn't Massively. it? Like podcasts Massively. work really well for us. I've always struggled to grow YouTube because then you've got to get someone to design a, a thumbnail for your YouTube video. You've got to get yeah. it edited. Whereas a podcast, it's a lot quicker to edit, get mm -hmm. out there. Um, so agree. it's finding the right channel for you. But yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I can't believe those hashtags. So it's even more thought. The amount of thought you have to put into every single post. Everything. Everything. It's crazy. It, it, it is. It, it's a, a very long checklist that you have to you have to go by. Absolutely. Well, it's been amazing having you. I've like it's been really, really good. I've really enjoyed this. Me um, too. Me too. Thank you so much my, for having me. My on. brain's like going, so I'm going to be, you know, transfer. I'll be rewatching this podcast, editing it. I'm like, oh my god, right? What what oh. things we need to do? So no, so much you have essentially time. given us and our listeners an order. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like um, the, it, it, when you obviously this is your first podcast. If you go on to other podcasts by go by giving so much value it's because people said we we i have a lot of people say to me it's like you know you're telling people how to do something on your podcast why would they yeah. even come to you but i always say that you should understand your your what you're doing before you go to see I someone about it so before someone comes to me and says agree. facebook i want you to do our facebook have you done it? i want them to have done it before i want them to actually know whether I'm speaking the right, saying the right things and giving the right advice. I'm you, totally with you. You completely that. agree, yeah? Completely agree. 
I think that just from, I know that you obviously do your consultancy as well, from seeing the difference in clients that have come to me from, let's say, scrolling through my reels, taking notes, really trying to learn something, even when they come to me after the entire hour session, it's still, okay, I want three more sessions because just because you're learning something from what I'm telling you about, that is still so, so generalized. You need to make that then specific to you. So I truly believe that people like me and you, that we are giving away all of this information for free is only going to benefit us as well because it then gives people the the chance to have actually done the hard bit of learning the the scary bits. And then by the time they come to you, it's like, okay, now let's move through a strategy for you as opposed to teaching you how. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Well, Emily, it's been absolutely amazing you having on here. Now, I know you're not taking on these consultancy calls yourself. You're having a a break I can only take on a certain amount because you've got everything else to do. So I completely know what you mean. Is there anything you want to say to our audience of like a little bit of a, a plug or anything towards your business or anything, or is this just like too busy? I mean, all I'm going to say is that we have now officially um, ended contracts with all of our management contracts because I have just hired three incredible girls to my team. So we are basically rejigging all of our social media management. So if you do want social media management, now is the time to get in touch. We're taking on about 10 clients and it, after it gets to that point, it, that will be it for the year. So that's the only plug I want to give. If you do want a consultation session, please do send me a DM. I would be more than happy to try and book that in for you in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Otherwise, your handle is at? At the social manager underscore which annoys me every time. <laughs> yeah, I do. Is that, are you looking back on that and just like, oh, why did it's, I put the underscore in? No, no, it's not my, it's not my choice. Oh, There's really? a bot account that is called the social manager that has oh. no followers, isn't following anyone. I've reported the account. I've emailed Instagram. No one's got back to me. So that's where we, that's where we stand. Oh, how annoying is that? It's like the perfect, perfect handle is just sitting there and you can't have it. It's literally just oh. out of reach. But the thing <laughs> is, that, but, but searching for people now is easy on Instagram, isn't it? I mean, exactly. You type exactly. In and it pops up. Yeah, exactly. Actually, though, because my name is my name, I actually often don't come up in search because the people that come in search when you type in social manager is just the people that have social media manager in their bio because it's all done obviously right, okay. by SEO. So it's, oh, that's a whole other topic, but that's, that's topic, for another yeah. time. <laughs> but no, excellent. Really, really enjoyed it. Thanks. You've, you've been really valuable. Um, I'm so told glad. us Thank loads you. of your little secrets. And uh, yeah, everyone now, I want to, all you all need to go and follow Emily. It's brilliant. And get in touch and just keep on basically trying to make your businesses fly forwards. Everything go changes so quick in this space. It's just, this digital Huge space is just like, crazy Constantly. it's a minecraft isn't it mm-hmm. absolutely but brilliant thanks for your time and thank uh, you we'll guys so much soon. it was a pleasure for sure take care thank you so much take care bye. bye thank you for joining us again today if you want to find out more please head over to our socials at let's run social where we share daily content and please feel free to drop us a message we'd love to hear from you and any questions that you would like answered we can do that here on the podcast <laughs>